0: Hi, my name is Jackie Ford. Welcome to the Unashamedly Human Podcast.
1: Like the dude said (laughs) when he started the podcast, this podcast is really about helping you get out of your head and into
0: your life and into your heart. I just went upstairs at my home
1: and I was about to do some laundry that I had, I was about to do some ironing, and the room where I've set up the ironing board and the iron has this gorgeous oriel window, so it's kind of like a half, half moon shape, and as I stood in the window about to iron, I was looking out to the Firth of Clyde, which uh, eventually becomes the Irish Sea, it's just, it's beautiful, it's such an inspirational space to <laughs> to do your laundry for God's sake. And as I stood there, I
0: was just absolutely filled with this feeling of of love. My my eyes filled and my heart just felt so full. so I switched my iron off when I came downstairs because I want to talk about love. I want to talk about the
1: misunderstandings and the confusion and the heart and the pain that we cause ourselves
0: when we think of love. Now, years and years and years ago, people told me that you are love. (sighs)
1: Yeah, and I didn't get it. I thought love was something outside of myself. Something that I got when I was
0: with the right person that I would feel. Something that felt incredibly fragile. Something that could be given and taken away. And we all know those
1: labels, unconditional love, conditional love, tough love, fierce love, passionate love. We have
0: all these different ways to describe love. We are love. Our true nature is love. And when we live from that space, the world is just this
1: incredible, peaceful, joyful, light-hearted,
0: an abundant space. When I look back on the relationships that I had as a, a young woman, the romantic relationships I had as a young woman, I was permanently on age. I was waiting, waiting for something to go wrong or waiting for either of us to find fault with the other person. Judging, busy-minded,
1: so freaking busy-minded. I don't think I ever settled.
0: I would have moments of settling, but it wasn't a space that I was in persistently with my partner. You know how this goes. Do they like me? Do they like my family? Do they like what I'm wearing? How do I like what I'm wearing? It just seems to be. And it was. It was a totally outside in experience.
1: So my relationships were very strange because I was so busy-minded, so up in my head listening to all the
0: thoughts and everything that was going on that I never settled and then I met my husband (laughs) well, obviously he wasn't my husband when I met him I met this guy he was playing a gig, his hobby was and is. He
1: plays double bass in a jazz band and has his own jazz band.
0: I've always loved bass players and they're like the heartbeat, the heartbeat of the band. And I started talking with him and there was just something about him, something about him that felt like home. So we arranged to meet the following week. Now, this is at a time when there
1: were no cell phones, no Facebook, <laughs> no internet, really, you know, anything really. And we met, we arranged to meet at a train station in Glasgow. And he turned up and he looked fine.
0: <laughs> and he brought a stick of candy with him. He said, I didn't know if you'd like flowers, so I brought you this candy. It was so sweet, meaning the (laughs) jester, not the candy. I didn't eat the candy. I still have that stick of rock or candy that he gave me 28 years ago. It's still in its wrapper. It survived. Three kids. Four house moves. God knows how many job changes. Grandparents dying. Parents dying. Let's stick a rock still there. We met and married within five and a half months. We knew from the minute that we met, we were meant to be together. We never articulated that to one another at the time. But we just knew. So here we are, 20 years later. And it's really curious to notice But even though I didn't have an
1: intellectual understanding of the three principles or the spiritual nature of life,
0: I knew, he knew, that we were meant to be together. And from that space, we both fell into quiet minds. There was no game playing, there was Next to no judgment. It was beautiful. We were living from mind. And I wonder how often, when we're even with the people we love, not necessarily our our romantic partners, But with anyone, how often we fall into that space of a quiet mind, fully present. Nothing on your mind, just pure essence. It's a really, really beautiful space. And it's a space where intuition is so readily available to you. To hear what the other person isn't saying. To feel what the other person isn't saying. And to trust what comes through you when you're with that person. As you all know by now, my husband Jerry, who I often
1: refer to as Mr Lovely, and I have three gorgeous, tenacious daughters, oh my god, <laughs> it's not been easy, <laughs> but um, it's not been easy bringing them up because they're so full of character, they're so tenacious and they're so powerfully wise. and
0: kind and loving and feisty and everything you want in your children, which
1: <laughs> you want to encourage when they grow up, but boy, at times it's not easy. There are times when the girls and I have got together and we're sitting and we're joyfully talking away. It's just these three, three human beings or four human beings just having these gorgeous conversations.
0: And then we move from being human beings and we settle into this
1: mother-daughter kind of vibe. And then we drop
0: down even more where the labels just fall away. Not their mum, they're not my daughters. We're just simply souls doing the best we can in each and every moment. They're on their life journey as I'm on my life journey, and that love. That feeling of compassion and tenderness and just joy bubbles up when I see them living their lives their way. Who am I to judge? Who am I to have an opinion? I've always said that the the fiercest love that we can ever give to another soul is to not get in their way. Unless, of course, you know, you know they're going to cause themselves some kind of physical harm. Their experiences shape us, they help us evolve and grow. For years, I I knew it, but I didn't really know it. And as a mom, I would kind of try to shield her daughters from certain experiences. And then I saw it. I saw that it wasn't my place to get in their way. They had to learn.
1: They had to learn and evolve and grow experientially,
0: not just intellectually. We all do. That's why I'm not afraid of my experiences. Experience is experience. We label it as good or bad or frightening or sad. When we step into pure consciousness, it's simply experience. And yet, at times, that experience sucks. It doesn't feel good. But we learn. We learn from it. And isn't that our purpose? To learn? To learn
1: about life? to evolve and to grow so that we can, in turn, help other people evolve and grow, whether that is your life partner, whether
0: that is your children, the people you work with. To live in consciousness, to be more aware, is to live in love. It's a beautiful space. I don't live there all the time, but right now, oh. My heart is so full.